0: All I had to do was shift in confidence. And then in the process, my authority, my credibility, my network all happened. So it was actually the other way around. And then maybe Ganga, you can talk a little more about the the technical aspects on how these mindset shifts work and how performance happens.
1: Yeah, exactly. So that's well said, Jen. Um, So how that happens is you leap first and then you worry later. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, the biggest thing that I've gone to conferences, I've seen uh, events, right? I've I've worked with a lot of people who are champions in their field and number one in their field. I've interviewed hundreds and thousands of businessmen uh, as I worked through their finances, working in a financial institution. And over and over they would say, I trusted, I built credibility. I had had to coaching from someone. Uh, I took the input and made it happen. All
2: right, guys, welcome again to another amazing episode. Today we have Jen Ketsev and Ganga Tawadi. They have over seven years of experience giving exponential value to her clients. Uh, She produces phenomenal results aligned with their intentions through her value packed performance coaching and sales program. Jen, on the other hand, is a performance coach, number one, bestselling author, uh, serial entrepreneur. She runs a 506 club investor network, uh, which you should join on Facebook. It it brings amazing value. For those that want to invest passively, you'll learn about syndication uh, network and this network connects accredited and software and sophisticated investors with uh, syndicated real estate deals. And she just, you know, she's a very helpful person. You know, she full of joy. I met her uh, several months ago and we connect over Facebook and we talked about syndication, about how to structure things, about how to better market to specifically accredited investors, those high net worth individuals that those of us who are working towards deals are, are trying to accomplish. So we're going to pick her brain. We're going to pick both of their brains about their processes, how they do things and, and just overall mindset you need to, to get in, in, in real estate and just overall be, be at 100% performance and, and and be a high performer. So we're going to go ahead and chat. So, you know, let's dive right into each other. How did you guys meet each other? Because you're, you're a duo, you're a dynamic duo.
0: So Jen, do you want to get Well, up? sure. Yeah. Thanks, Oscar, for the intro. And we met at a personal development course, of course. <laughs> we were sitting next to each other. And Um, so as you mentioned, Ganga has a a history in financial services, but I didn't actually know that when we first met, she was the kind of friend that I've always wanted to have. And I didn't know it at the time because I've never met a friend like her before, um, who is so incredibly loyal and has no barriers and no resistance to performance and just pursuing the next thing. So that's why I was naturally very attracted to her. And Ganga is a really, really, in business, a really sharp person, a great observer who can, you know, even be silent in a room, but observe what's going on in your business and tell you the one thing that you never thought of, that you would never think of yourself and turn that into gold with the least amount of effort from the company. So that's what I saw in her and why I decided to partner up with her.
2: That's awesome. Yeah. So... You know, what about you, what, what attracted you to Jen?
1: So, um, first of all, Oscar and German, thank you so much for having me on the show and Jen. Um, and um, what I noticed about Jen is she's just so lit up and awesome all the time. Very gracious with uh, her friendship, uh, gives the time, gives the effort and uh, it's hard to resist such a person so uh, as we got to know each other we became uh, very close and she's always there for me and i was there for her and it really bloomed over time and it's this amazing person on the planet that i can always count on so uh, we met in the uh, leadership program and as we started to develop ourselves uh, personally professionally i've seen her grow like this tremendous growth she's had that's just unbelievable and um uh what i've seen is that she created her own uh community uh commercial real estate event called Vacom. Uh, people didn't want to even get up to go mingle they wanted to sit in their seat and listen to the whole thing and i've been to a lot of i've been to thousands of events and i've never seen that kind of focus in absorbing the material she was sharing so uh that's just a little bit about her so yeah
2: so so just to recap there because I'm sure you you know it, Jen and we're we're losing can a little bit just you you know you you saw that she was given so much value at this event and about 200 plus people showed up um and and that's the gist I got from it is that is that correct she
1: gave so much value that 200 people showed up for over how many weeks 52 weeks or more uh
0: it, was two, it ran for two years yeah
1: yeah so like double that so 104 weeks yeah
2: that's awesome yeah. and at this time jen were you uh doing this event uh in in an effort to help yeah. a real estate investor
0: yeah so uh, i'll explain a little bit about that when i was working for a syndicator we were transitioning from turnkey rental homes as a business model for passive investments to providing commercial real estate syndications. So at the time uh, the company I worked for was mostly marketing their investment products at the real estate investor clubs and at um, trade shows and places where these wholesalers fix and flippers buying holders would go and when we switched to commercial syndications it just wasn't the right audience anymore. So um, because first of all, you have to educate them about syndications and then you have to educate them about commercial real estate. And it's just we were only capturing maybe 10% of the audience at best. So I decided, why not um create a platform that draws a hundred percent our target client towards our products? And that's when I decided to start the Bay Area Commercial and Multifamily Investment Club, which Ganga told you is Baycom for short. Um this, being 24 years old at the time, took a big breakthrough in confidence. <laughs> I did not feel, I, I questioned if I was the right person to do it, if I was credible, because in commercial real estate, authority figures, successful people did not look like 24-year-old Asian girls. Mm-hmm. Um, so maybe Ganga can talk a little more about the confidence and performance piece after that, because she observed the whole thing happen, but I had the breakthrough and I decided I don't need to be the expert. I don't need to be the one funding the whole thing. I asked my um, parent company to fund the event. I found my first guest speakers and, um, just created a meetup page and, you know, told a lot of people about it. And, um, ever since it just went off to a great start and continued that way. Jenna, real um, quick. Go ahead, okay.
3: Go ahead. No, I'm just very curious because um, we, I mean, it, it, you guys probably see that too, where people are trying to do something, but they don't have, uh, they don't have the confidence, uh, whether it's because of age or uh, I'm a minority a minority, or I don't have my accent or whatever the case is, you know, yeah. like I'm old, anything, yeah. um, or I don't have the money in some cases, it's like how, mm-hmm. how am I be credible if I don't have the money? But you have the idea how do you overcome that that fear or that uh that lack of confidence um to do what you're doing right now to, yeah. to to make uh give that step
0: so um i'll talk about my experience and then ganga can actually get into the nuts and bolts of how that works uh, okay. from purchase perspective mm-hmm. so for me um it's turning a problem into a resource right so if my problem is i don't have money if my problem is i don't have confidence or i don't feel good enough what resource would I need to put in place such that this gets resolved and I can actually move forward, right? So for me, it was, I don't have the money. Well, this event takes money. So how can I be resourceful and create the money? I found a sponsor. Um, I'm not an expert and this event's gonna need an expert to give value. So I found an expert. Um, it's, It's very simple when you look at it that way. Now, the confidence is probably the hardest one to turn into a formula. This takes a lot of work and a lot of training, right? Um, I had to look at where my beliefs came from. So I believe that I needed to be um, credible already, have a big network already. I needed to have all of these ducks in a row in order to create this platform and create this big result, right? And Ironically, in reality, it actually worked the other way around where all I had to do was shift in confidence. And then in the process, my authority, my credibility, my network all happened. Mm -hmm. So it was actually the other way around. And then maybe Ganga, you can talk a little more about the, the technical aspects on how these mindset shifts work and how performance happens.
1: Yeah, exactly. So that's well said, Jen. Um, So how that happens is you leap first and then you worry later. (laughs) uh, The biggest thing that I've gone to conferences, I've seen uh, events, right? I've I've worked with a lot of people who are champions in their field and number one in their field. I've interviewed hundreds and thousands of businessmen uh, as I worked through their finances, working in a financial institution. And over and over they would say, I trusted. I built credibility. I had, a, had to coaching from someone, right? uh, I took the input and made it happen, right? And sometimes it's a combination of, they will tell you to go jump. And when you jump, you'll see the results. But they might tell you to jump in a completely different direction than you expected because your mind cannot think. So I think it was Einstein, I'm paraphrasing here. No solution can be created in the same mindset that the problem was created in. So you need a brand new Mm -hmm. mindset to create the solution. And Jen has always been a bold leader and unstoppable and willing to take that chance, willing to put it all out there and see the results. And that's her biggest gift. And now we help other people do that. So uh, that's, if you will, the secret, right? Um, And also being prepared. So Jen and Both of us are super prepared for things and that always makes a big impact.
2: That's Mm -hmm. amazing. So let let me, let me ask you guys this. So one of the things I hear a lot from people when they talk to them, especially people who, who are lacking that, you know, that, that mindset to, to, uh, to take the next steps, right. To take that leap forward. A lot of times they say, I'm just going to do stuff or take action. Mm-hmm. Um, but but they don't really have the mindset to follow through with it or to think it through to actually make it happen correctly, right? Because there is there is a process that you need to establish with yourself to go ahead and and make it, you know, in a way that you present yourself the best way, right? Mm-hmm. So how do you get people to realize that? It's not just throwing a dart of action, yeah. and actually, there's a process, methodical process to get, you know, from A to Z.
1: Yeah. So, um, shall I answer? A little yeah, bit go ahead. Can answer her uh, right. piece also, so you have both perspectives. Is focus right? You focus on the result you want. It's not something that you can figure out the result later. The result is always going to be right there and something that you want. And the second- Anybody
2: anybody can think of that, right? So- Yeah,
1: anybody can think of that. The second is commitment. Are you willing to do what it takes? And if you have that, then that's a game changer. So I I, uh, bring it back to you, Jen.
0: Yeah, so I wanted to say two things. When you say being prepared, so um, when you hire us for something, which we'll talk about later, how we help real estate investors, we, do everything upfront. We're not the kind of people who jump in after you hire us and spend the first two weeks researching, oh, what does the company need? What are your values? You know, These are all things that we do ahead of time. We do all of our homework for things that we've never done before. We study the crap out of role models, people who've done it, what are their strategies for doing it and being successful in it. So that we come prepared the second that you bring us on board to implement and get an action so that's how we do it and i know like 99 percent of people don't do it that way they assume that oh you know i shouldn't put an effort until i actually get the deal and then i'll start doing it but by that time you you needed to start two weeks ago <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah no and, and, and i can i can vouch for that all of this preparation never goes to waste because even if it doesn't work out, these are resources that you have in your back pocket that just makes it that much faster for you to go on to the next client.
2: Yeah. And I, you know, I, I per second, you know, for anyone that a vouch for gender, uh, when we were talking, um, I mean, I wasn't expecting it, but one of the most professional, um, you know, pitch decks, not, I won't <laughs> say pitch deck, but a, a, a service of how, what she could do. And I mean, I was truly impressed. I mean, and I'll be completely blunt. The only reason we, I didn't do it just because we're, we're still not at the scale point where I can afford to, to bring Jen on. But if I could, I definitely would. I think she provides an amazing service. And just from that, I can tell, you know, you're a high performer because you initially, your initial presentation was like, hey, boom, 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 I already researched your company. I know what I can do for you blah, blah, blah. And I, I can make it happen. Initially blown away, you know, so I, high praise for that. But Ganga, let me, let me ask you, you mentioned something key in your two-step process there that I want to dig into. And you mentioned, um, what the, the second point, can you repeat it?
1: So one was, you know, where you're headed, you know, the yeah. goal, right? Yeah. Which most people, is the commitment. Yeah.
2: Yeah. So the commitment piece, right? Yeah. So the commitment of doing the things, to make it happen so what things do people need to focus on because right there's there's the people who believe that you only need to focus on the things that you love to do right and then there's the people that are like i will do every single dirty work needed until i can afford to not do the things that i don't like to do so which camp are you in
1: um I'm in the smart camp. Uh, I <laughs> uh, I do all the things I love to do and the okay. things I don't like to do. I, I form a group of people that can support me in that. Gotcha. Yeah. And uh, that's really important to have your uh, fun club, your fan club, your friends. Club. Yeah. 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 Uh, people that love you and love to support you. And yeah. Uh, Yeah, and uh, just going to that point, right? Many of us will say they want to work with us. And the second we suggest the one thing they'd say, "Mm, I don't know, that's that's an example of a coach. Like if you were training for Olympics, they're not going to ask you to do the one thing that you're already very good at.
2: Yeah. They're always going to ask
1: you you to do the one thing that's your problem, one thing that's your pain point. And from that one question, you can see their level of commitment. How badly do they want it? exactly and yeah. yeah and uh i think uh, today i was reading up there's a proverb uh, to paraphrase steve jobs i'm not good at uh, quoting exactly so let me uh, i think it was uh, be hungry and uh, a little bit of foolishness right
0: yeah. that's
1: that's what's needed to succeed i would say hungry and be more hungry and yeah. hungry to learn uh, if you're hungry to succeed and hungry to learn i think that would be an awesome combination
2: So I I love that because you, you said, you know, you have to, you, you personally are in the happy camp and you would find and build a team. But I think from, from the people I've talked in the past and I've tried to tell them, you know, they, they think of that as well. Hey, but then they don't find the commitment to find that team or those people. So then they're lost still. Right.
1: So. me, Right. Yeah. I cannot ask people that I'm not willing to do something. So it's exactly. not like if I don't find the support, I don't know how to do that thing. I've I've studied it, I've learned it. The mm-hmm. second something is missing, I can jump in and do that. That's also part of you knowing your business. Do you know your business like the back of your hand? Anything, statistics on sales, performance, how often do you measure things? Those are things, it's your business ultimately, yeah. right? Uh, no, business,
2: I I, right? I love it. Yeah. So, so let's the, jump in a little bit real estate. Yeah, oh, go ahead, go
3: ahead, Jeremy. No, I was just going to say, let's jump into how how is it that you guys help investors, uh, real estate investors in their businesses?
2: Specifically, yeah.
3: Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. I can answer that one. So okay. we, under, having, so Gunga and I, a little backstory, actually worked at the same syndicator when I, um, for those of you who don't know, I moved to Bulgaria when I got married because I um, got handed the deed to the family properties by my in-laws. And one of them included an apiary, a bee farm. So my husband and I actually full-time run a honey business. And um, so prior, when I was working for the syndications company, I actually brought Ganga on board as I was transitioning out. And so we did have a little bit of overlap working at the syndications company. And um, in addition, I today now run an investor network again, um, so I'm back in the game. And we understand the syndications business and its players because one of the, one of the, I like to call myself a community builder above everything else. I run so many Facebook groups. I have um, one of the, no, the largest expats community in the city that I live in as a community as well. But um, we're highly flexible and resourceful And so we know who the players are, we observe things, we have a lot of conversations with people who are investing and offering syndications. So we understand many different business models. We have a lot of contacts. Um, So we know what it takes to make, after we get to know you, um, what makes you unique and what we can do to make you successful. So basically um, how we help syndicators today is we, we, have um initial call to get to know you and then we come and find out what resources do you need that would take you to the level that you want is your goal to raise another 100 million dollars by the end of this year for example um do you need and and some of these things are not going to be visible to you because you haven't seen as many business models as intimately as we have so do you need um a more specific syndications accountant? Do you need different legal help? Do you need in-house resources like an executive assistant or an investor relations person? Or do you need help building um, better marketing like a drip campaign? Or uh, do you actually wanna build an entire educational platform? So these are all things that we can help you. Do you need a better underwriter? We help you come in, identify what resources that you need and then we help you get those in place. And then we can either stay on um, to help or, you know, that's that's the end of our relationship. Um, and I just also want to say that Ganga has worked with every single personality type and background um, in her experience uh, being a coach for over the last 14 years. So maybe you want to talk a little about that too.
1: Yeah. So, but before that, I'll complete a little bit of the piece that I would love to talk about, Jen, is... Uh, when she, when, when we put those pieces in and when she had put that piece in prior to when I got there, uh, the company went 10 times X. Nice. Now that's, that's exactly the kind of stuff I'm committed to doing. So when she passed the relay stick to me or the ball, however you want to say it. Uh, and then I took, and I was able to do hundred percent of the race, like from day two of joining the company. I to do a hundred percent race by myself, so um, that's something that it might look like. Oh, we were just born with it. No, we did all the hard work and we learned everything we needed to learn to get there, and we didn't um, do any shortcuts. So mm-hmm. that's something that we are committed to helping. Is there's there's a lot of like tiny things get overlooked, and then they become a big thing so we have the perspective having having had so much experience from people businesses different kinds of people so uh, now I'll come back to how many kinds of people I've worked with (laughs) I work with men women children and if you know about the financial services industry it's predominantly male dominated and I don't know how this is going to sound but I can talk like a man (laughs) and in a man's world they're comfortable talking to me Comfortable coming to me for advice, and uh, Jen has that quality too. Men are comfortable to talk to us about what's important uh, to them in their businesses, in their financial world, and uh, the, likewise, women are comfortable. Children are comfortable. We've coached kids, uh, veterans. Uh, you know, I've, I've I've come from a background of having helped a lot of women that have been abused or been through trauma went through sadness, went through a lot of loss and grief. So every kind of situation and what I've learned is that, I'll share just this one funny thing and then that'll be it for that, is uh, there was one person I was in the bank working and uh, he came in very upset that uh, we had done something that he wasn't okay with. Uh, We sent a statement to his house and uh, he didn't appreciate that because his parent was not alive anymore and I was like okay what can I say that's going to it's an awkward situation and we didn't know about it Uh, and I just was eating a cookie and I said would you like a cookie he said do you know how upset I am right now and you're offering me a cookie I said yes but what would you like a cookie and then he burst out laughing and uh you know that was the beginning that I got present to I can transform people no matter what they're going through and that's the kind of work I like. To do. Well, and,
3: and let me add to this for the people that are just listening to this, and they probably don't don't tune up don't tune in into the uh, into the uh, the, ch- the uh, YouTube channel. Um, but if you were looking at a right now, she and, and and Ganga, I mean, they are two professional uh, business women, and they have that presence. You guys have that presence, right? And Ganga, I mean, when you talk about like. People trust you, you know, and people can work with you and all that stuff. I mean, you haven't stopped smiled. Yeah, I can't even stop smile yeah. because I'm looking at you and I'm like, oh my god! So, so you, you, you um, reflect that 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 happiness and that you know, like uh, is is amazing. So for the people that are not looking at, it, it's like, oh my god! Like, you no, know, I mean, working with you, like we talked to Jim before my brother said I mean you came in and you told us exactly what is it that we needed. We we didn't spend that much time. You go in and, and you uh, you hit the floor running and then ganga I mean just just looking at you I mean it's just and, and just by listening to all the experience that you guys combine is 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 amazing. So who wouldn't like to work with, with women and people like you. I mean it's it, it creates a great environment so that's pretty amazing.
2: So I think it's awesome that you guys are you know changing the face of an industry Mm -hmm. um and you know you brought up a key point there that you can it's more mainly male dominated right so you know and, and you said you can talk to anyone but you know what what can you say to women who may be shy of going specifically into commercial financial right because those are just more male dominated, even as, as a Hispanic, like sometimes I feel awkward talking to the people that aren't like me, because it's just, yeah. I don't see them as yeah. much, right? So we don't we don't relate or they don't relate. I've had conversations with people, this is normal to them, right? This type of investing syndications. And I'm like, hey man, where, where we come from? No, people don't even know anything outside of savings account, right? So that yeah. this isn't normal for 98% of the population. So how do you guys feel about that and telling people, encouraging them?
0: Yeah, I mean, we have a lot in common in many ways. You You know the importance of partnership, the importance of family and the importance of breaking these norms in our industry. So I would answer that by saying, find evidence for what you want. It's so easy to find that evidence for whatever and use that as an excuse. To not get the result that you want and be right about well this is just how it is and this is why i can't have what i want well who would want to who consciously would want to defend this is why i can't have what i want no we're about people having what they want right so yeah Mm -hmm. find evidence for what you want to see so in our case it would be find evidence find role models for women who are killing it in the industry and if you don't see it because i didn't see any girls my age when I started Baycom doing what I'm doing. But then I had to be my own role model. Or maybe I had to take role models who had parts of what I wanted. Oh, this is a young, successful entrepreneur. Oh, this is a woman in real estate who is a very confident public speaker and piece it together to create the role model that I wanted to be and to to emulate.
3: That's
0: awesome.
3: Going back to how you guys help uh, real estate investors. um, One of the questions is, do you guys, like what does the program look like in regards to, let's say the the, the timeline, how long does it take? Uh, mm-hmm. Do you guys come in and you just give advice and then step out or do you guys hold their hands until, yeah. until you see the, uh, the results?
0: So we handhold for sure. Like there's a lot of education companies out there who give you the knowledge to start your own syndications business. But what we do is we put in the sweat. So it starts with getting a really, really intimate landscape of what's going on in your business, what your existing resources are and what results those have produced. And then from there, actually doing the work to execute um, whatever plan that we agree on is best for the company, whether that means hiring, recruiting, or it means actually implementing um, a, a marketing campaign, or um, building a platform or anything like that, we actually get our hands dirty and do it. Cause I think um, that's the biggest difference between education and consulting, right? Yeah. We actually go in and we do it. And so um, generally we like to be in and out as quickly as possible so that you get the, we're all about getting results fast. You know, people mm-hmm. come back to us because they want the next level of results, not because we're working on the same thing still. Mm-hmm. Yeah. on a repeat yeah. subscription basis you know we're not doing subscriptions right now so um we're about high impact we're about speed and um did you want to add anything to that ganga
1: um yeah no it's it's all about performance right but um also just some things take um six months eight months one year yeah and tell you ahead of time and then there is evolving requirements after that but they are fewer far in between until you have your next big goal right so mm-hmm. i know jen you want to add something to that
0: yes, I, okay i'm, I'm like <laughs> i hope this isn't giving away one of your secrets but i i would say one of the secret ingredients to why we're effective is because of our ability to remove resistance this is someone no one talks about nice so, i don't know if that's something you want to talk about a little bit ganga
1: Yes, when you hire us, don't fight us. We, we are <laughs> in your side. That's all we want to say about that. But yeah, so, um, you know, just work with us and we know what we're talking about. We've gotten people there. We've gotten ourselves there. So that's the proof that we can do it. And about the shyness with women, right? Ask, I, I, I think 98% of all men, I think one or two might have said, go away. But other than that, 98% of men have said that okay, you want to learn this? You want to talk about this? I'm happy to help you. Men are chivalrous that way. Women are also like, but then women are more structured. Okay, you want me to help you this? Devote this time and I'll help you. But men are like, okay, throw me a question. When you have a question, just call me, text me. I'll, I'll be there to answer that for you. So uh, all the shy women out there, just ask for what you want. Start asking questions. Yeah. Nice.
2: Demand so, it.
3: So, so basically, just to, just to recap on what you guys do, you guys come in you guys basically uh, come up with a plan. You, you build a plan and you actually make the plan work while yeah. you show the business how it works. And then yes. you step out of it because the right. business
0: should be able to execute the plan yes. to the T. To the that's that's, well, that's awesome. The to keep the resources for themselves. So whether it be someone they brought on, whether it be a marketing agency or whether it be us supporting certain aspects of it on an ongoing basis, yeah.
1: And then I like to add a thing quickly is that we observe the people that are well, working with you, working for you, working supporting, mm-hmm. you, and then we can tell the nuts so that we can train them in those areas. And then it's yes. really fast rather than, you know, uh, human beings are valuable so and they're very moldable, changeable dynamics. So yeah.
0: And I want to yeah. add that to um, Ganga also does value alignment work. So making sure that everyone in the company's values are aligned and that they emulate the leader, um, if that's what the leader wants, of course. And um, also going back to just really quickly the resistance topic, actually finding, and this is one of the takeaway advice to your audience too, but finding out what it is that you resist. What is it that stops you from being action that has you procrastinate, that has you not perform? Removing that out of the way so that people can actually perform easily and effortlessly. So, everyone out in the world, right? You should find out what that is for you because when you find that out and you remove it, it makes everything much easier. Nice. Yeah.
2: And it makes companies. So, I I, I love it. I wanted to actually hit on that too because, you know, you have a, I love your business model because performance coaching is business consulting with you know not only the consulting piece but you're you're hitting on how to take that business to the next level and actually implemented systems and process hiring you name it whatever is recommended for that business but a lot like a lot of what you're mentioning with resistance has to do with that mindset performance piece piece of one listening to your coach right like you just said don't Don't fight it because we're all stuck in our ways of this is how we want to do it. But then when a third, that's why you're hiring a third person to tell you, no, actually you might want to go like this and then you grow quicker, right? Because we might not see, it, we might not know it yet. And then the other piece too is like you said, just on a personal level, what stops us, right? So for me, for example, one thing that always stopped me was saying, I don't have enough time. Mm -hmm. Um, And I would put it on my family, on my kids, or this and that. And then I had really heart to heart, you know, with my wife. And she told me, do you think it's us that don't give you time? Or do you think it's that you procrastinate and don't find the time for it? Mm -hmm. And it was a really hard, it was a real eye opener coming from someone I, I love to say, hey, no, I can find the time if I really look for it. If I prioritize what i really want and i'm hungry for it right so that resistance is key we might not know it's there but it's definitely there everyone has and when you break it it's a whole different level yeah. yeah so i love it so one of the questions that we had here was uh you know what does wealth mean to you guys because you've seen all kinds of wealthy people um and personally i have a difference between rich and wealth so if you have that difference let me know uh what your thoughts are being rich versus being wealthy is?
0: Mm -hmm. I can answer that question for myself. I think what true wealth is, is choice. Having an abundance of choice and what choice allows for is being happy. Um, Wealth, I mean, I think of rich, well, actually in two ways. (laughs) This is gonna sound really funny. I think of rich as money in the bank, but I also think of like a really rich bone broth you know, like, mm-hmm. Um And wealth is just kind of the experience of abundance, but I don't tie it to just money as you two both relate. I know we've talked about this several times, but having a fulfilling social life, romantic life, um, career, um, family life, every aspect, creativity, being able to be just super creative. That's one of my favorite things to do in the world, which I think is why I'm drawn to consulting businesses also, (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, being an artist, but yeah, having choice.
2: I love it. Mm -hmm. What about you, Ganga?
1: So um, I think wealth is the ability that Jen and I have seen a lot In, in reality. It's like we walk into a room with nothing and then we create magic. Uh, that's the kind of wealth, right? Uh, all, everyone is there, uh, like, okay, it was, uh, no one was talking to each other, then we bring the room together, everyone's having fun, that's a kind of wealth, bringing people resources together. Uh, you know, you walk in, walk in, I walked into a dog park once, made friends, and then lived with that friend for a year. So that's wealth, right? Like being, being great, that's something Jen does that I admire in her all day long, is being so great that the world opens up to you, and nice. there's endless nice. possibilities after that. So that's something that's well for us. So, yeah, that's amazing. Yeah,
2: love it, yeah. love it. Yeah. German, you got it. Okay, I do. Go ahead.
3: So we said, you know, you guys help real estate investors. There are passive real estate investors. There are more active passive real estate investors. Which type of real estate investors, and at what point should a real estate investor or, uh, or let's say, a company of real estate investors should contact you guys? Um, in what type of, I guess, readiness should they have, or at what stage should they be for 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 you guys to be actually efficient to help them?
0: Yeah. So for passive investors, I have a a real estate network called 506 club, which you can share the information for later. It's an amazing educational resource, but um, the members of this club, it is a high, highly curated group because you should have experience. Now, so not everyone has experience with syndications, but maybe they've been investing in real estate and they're familiar with commercial real estate, or maybe they're already syndications investors. Um, that's the Facebook group. Um, and then also, For clients, for syndicators wanting to hire us for our services, we've worked with people at any point, even people putting together their first syndication. As long as they align with us, it's a gut feeling for me. Maybe it's something different for Ganga, but they want to work with us and they're willing to listen to us as their coaches. Um, And this is really important. I'm just going to be flat about it they have to be able to afford us or be willing to adjust their business models, which we can help them with to find creative ways to generate more income to afford our services. Because at the end of the day, we are a business. Yeah.
3: No, absolutely. Absolutely. And and honestly, who wouldn't like to work with you guys? Uh, I just put it out there from from the beginning, Jim, when we spoke and now with Ganga. So yeah, definitely. Ganga, you got anything to add to that?
1: Yeah. um, We can work at any point, just like what Jen said. And it's also like each business as it's growing requires different things. And we are consultants, so we can help you with that. And yes, and affordability, yes, you have to be able to afford us. And it's something like, do you want to spend this money now so it can expand 10 times faster? Or do you want to come to us after you do the boo-boos and then <laughs> we fix things for you so up yeah, to you yeah. guys but yeah so what that's 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 i think what what's important is how committed you are to doing it goes back to oscar's first point you said i don't know if you remember this but you said you know at one like you don't wanna go into something and then figure things out, right? You were saying about at what point do you figure things out, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, what what if you work with someone that's figured those things out and then mm-hmm. what kind of an experience do you have? You have a richer yeah. experience for your own business, right? When you're thriving instead of trying to survive, it's a different experience than if you're worried and uh, you, know, you come in after you uh, make some mistakes and then, versus you could have prevented them if you had gone with an expert who guides you along the way. Yeah,
2: I love that. And one of the things, you know, I'm always saying is one, you know, you pay, you know, you get what you pay for, right? And I think it's important that you guys as business owners as well, you know, Jen, you just said it, you value your business, you need to get paid. Same Mm -hmm. thing with every business owner, right? So, it, it's, no, it's no shame to say I charge a fee. And it's also, if you're a business owner and you're expecting things for free, then maybe you're not a true business owner yet. I would say that flat out because if you can't respect someone's time and be honest from the front that, hey, I'm not ready to get a consultant or, you know, hey, you know, I can't afford you yet. <laughs> or, but instead you're asking for free things then that means that now there are creative ways, right? Maybe you bring them in on a deal for syndication. Maybe you pay them in shares. Maybe you pay them in some other way, right? And there's always discussion for that. But when another business owner is expecting free from another business owner, that shows that you're not a true business owner because you don't value someone else's time, right? Mm -hmm. So it's it's important for people to understand that out there. But um, other than that, tell us, German, unless you have any other questions, you know, tell us where people can find both of you and if you can I know I know it might change depending on where people are what situation but what what are your normal services range at in terms of price and I know if if it's too broad and too wide the differences and I understand but just a general idea of what people can expect and how your process of a cons- initial consultation kind of works right
0: mm-hmm. do you want to answer that one
1: yeah so um Uh, that's something depends on the workflow, right? Each, Mm -hmm. each client consulting is different. So that would be a more conversation for in-person and, uh, and what, how big do they want to grow? It also depends on that. So uh, while I may not be able to share details right now, but they, they should be happy to consult with us on that. And that's the point of it too, right? Like people can be very approachable and Mm -hmm. we'd love to talk to them and tell them more, But it mainly depends on how big are their goals? Where do they want to go? How long would that take? How long would they want to give it? And it's all a negotiation, right? It's not set in stone. But like you said, there's creative things as well as there's uh, there's. And
0: also how do the resources look now? Are they a one-man show or do they have an entire team and all they're looking for is um, for us to help them find better accounting services, you know? (laughs) Like what is it? Yeah. I hear you guys.
3: Now, let okay. me, since you brought that up, let's say the company, <laughs> no, this is, I want people to picture it. You know, it's like, okay, how does the process work without, you know, I mean, we mentioned before, we're not going into details, but it's, it's the fact that you guys are helping build these businesses. You come in, and, and we said that you come in with a plan, you basically execute the plan, you guys show how it's done because you do it. Mm-hmm. Um, do you guys, for example, people need to hire people, do you find those people within your network to hire to hire that, that team that aligns to the business or do the, the people that hire you to consult and all that stuff, they have to go out there and find their- We find the people. In- okay, oh, that makes it even yeah, easier. We
0: find the people and we do the values work ahead of time so that we, this is something that I don't think most recruiters do is really, mm-hmm. really finding out what the values are and also heavily um, incorporating that in our hiring process.
3: Yeah. So
0: yeah. there you but go. That's something that, yeah, one, one stop shop. That's, that's invaluable. Yeah. Yeah.
2: No, I, I love it. And I think
0: that, computer company. <laughs>
2: yeah. that, you know, and, and that's important because the values piece is key. Someone might have the right skills, but you know, I, for example, myself, I, there I'm, I'm very keen to certain details. And mm-hmm. if, if these people aren't meeting those standards, I'm not going to lower my standards right so that that's important, that, important that we are
0: really yeah and and we do the work to really find out what your standards are what your absolute must haves and can't haves are and Ganga and i have both played as i know personally like every role in a syndication's business i've been investor relations i've done marketing i've done executive assistant i've um, been pretty involved with the financials of the company. And so, um, and I've personally invested passively in several types of syndications deals, debt, equity, different commercial real estate assets. So having been a player personally firsthand in all those positions, we also have a pretty good idea of what to look for.
1: Hey, I've also built a bot. <laughs> <I've> built <laughs> That's customers right. And sales, in sales and customer service bot while yeah. while the it person was on the phone it took 6 hours so yeah. yeah we've done it like our range of things we've done is pretty pretty neat yeah. and being on the lending
0: side for you too i mean
1: yeah i've heard all the business plans i've seen all the business plans i've seen what works and what doesn't really work and how to set yourself up financially because that's an important piece of a syndication business. It's
2: yeah, nice. absolutely. Yeah, it's, it's a business, not a one man show. No, I, I love it. I love it. So again, I don't think you said it, but where can they find you?
1: Uh, focuscoachingus.com. Uh, that's where they could find me. Yeah. Okay, Jen, did you,
2: Jen, did you say it?
0: No, I didn't. Um, you can share the uh, d- details for joining 506 Club. And then also you can find me on I'm very active on Facebook as I run so many groups, and also mm-hmm. LinkedIn.
2: You can find me. Yep, and five hundred six two That's the name of the Facebook group. So all you have to do is look it up, and, and you'll find it. Uh, amazing group, amazing value. A whole bunch of syndicators, passive investors. You name it. Uh, but we'll we'll leave it at there. And you know, thank you guys so much for coming on. And you know, we really enjoyed this this episode. We love your personalities, and we want to see you guys keep crushing it. Uh, helping other investors and business owners crush it as well like uh, yeah with that we're, we're out on the recording thank you so much